Greetings, my fellow broom riders. This is the audio for the uh, journey to the witch's realm. It's a mystical journey to activate your third eye, to travel metaphysically to the witch's realm. The witch's realm, as I see it, exists on the starry road, deep, deep in the night sky, on the other side of the moon. And there's a portal there where we can enter and find all of the other witches. And of course, the queen of the witches, the Dark Mother Hecate. I've been thinking about third eye work a lot. And I've also been reading a lot about the history of modern witchcraft, which has made me cranky, to be honest, because... The thing I went in search of delving into the history of modern witchcraft is I wanted to understand something about what actual witches like me had been doing um, in recent history. And this is an issue I always have when we talk about the ancient text and Hecate and and how, you know, we use the ancient text to inform our rites today and our spells and... uh, and I, you know, I take everything I do and I apply it to contemporary life. But still, I always have this kind of like little feeling that what I'm taking and applying is probably not what actual witches like me did in terms of doing magic with Hecate or um, devotional rituals to Hecate. Because actual people like me weren't involved in the recording of documents through antiquity and even into the early part of the 20th century. Like even today, women's history, because, you know, predominantly I'm talking about um, women as witches because that's how witches have been identified down through antiquity in the Western world as being female. And people who identified as males were classified as Um, the magus, the magician, the sorcerer, the wizard, the cunning man. They had all these um, labels attached to them that separated them from women who were called witches and were vilified and uh, tortured and murdered. And the history that at least I keep reading, so if if you have something different, um, although they does from here to the, you know, time to time, touch upon uh, female women who were practical magic practitioners, who were witches, um, they show up really rarely. And my theory is that it's because they didn't want to show up in the records. They were too busy doing their witchery, um, trying not to get murdered for their practice, and just carrying on with their lives. You know, probably much like me, they lived on their own independently. And, you know, raised their children, loved their families, did their thing, and didn't really seek the limelight for doing it. So they weren't likely to end up in the recorded record. And so I was thinking, well, this really sucks because I want to be able to connect with those women the way I connect with, say, Doreen Valiente as an ancestor who I work with. Um, and, you know, I do like a, a the daily Doreen where I read a little snippet of one of her books every day. I just kind of let 
during spirit energy guide me and I open the page randomly and read whatever that advice is for the day and it's always right on point so you know I want like I want that connection I want to know about what witches were doing but even Doreen what she was doing was largely informed by practices that came um, you know from male dominated clubs and traditions so it's still it's like I want that thing I want that thing so I was thinking how can I get that thing how can I get that thing that I want and then I thought well which you can get that thing you can try to find it in a book or you can plan a witch's journey to the realm of those witches to see to talk to them and to see where what they did what advice they have for me and then I just kind of fell in love with the idea of the witch's realm that there's this realm in the starry road where the spirits of the witches go and where we can go and join in with them in a time of celebration um, and fellowship and have a kinship and a community that many of us as a independent practitioners don't have in our everyday life except for maybe the online world but you know that close intimate good time um, social celebration with others like us and then we could talk to them on the starry road in the witch's realm and see just what it's like what it was like for them that I could you know that I could reject um, trying to use man-made, man-approved methods of historical exploration, and I could use a witchy method of exploration to understand my witchy ancestors, because I do very much believe that we are born witches. I think there is a little witch in everyone, but some of us have more of it than the other. So, for my witchy soul... And perhaps for yours, I invite you to go on this mystical journey where we fly on our brooms to the starry road and land at the witch's realm. The music for this journey is, uh, both selections are from the fabulous Byron Metcalf. We're listening to Spirit Gathering right now. And when I go into the quiet part of the journey where you have your own experiences, I'm going to play a very celebratory shamanic drumming piece that he did called In the Center of the Circle, which I think is most appropriate. So I will pause um, for about five minutes in the middle of this journey, well, not the middle, in the part of this journey. Um, The incense is, sorry, that I've created for this journey it's a blend of mugwort myrrh and frankincense you can place moonstone chips that have been cleansed um, on different points of your body your third eye in particular if you need some help kind of activating your witch's soul energy and opening that witch's eye Um, yeah so you could place this the moonstones chips in an arrow going up your torso leading towards your third eye and then place a cluster of three of them 
uh, to activate your third eye. You can really do this however you want. That's just my suggestion. Moonstone is cool for doing this kind of thing. Special to witches, special to the moon, special to the starry road. So when, and if you don't have any of these things, I posted some pictures for inspiration in the blog that goes with this journey. Um, and I'll also make sure they get on the Facebook page too. And I think I might send out uh, an email about this too. So you may have that as well. So you can get access to everything. I just wanted to do something special. I wanted to solve my own problem, my own frustration at not being able to connect with the witches of the past and also just to celebrate all the amazing witches out there and give us a place to go um, where we can hang out with each other and our ancestors no matter where we are or no matter what's going on in our life. I just think that's such a beautiful idea and it was such a blessing for me to receive this uh, insight to you know that this is how to do this kind of journey. And as a celebration, you know, we want to have a good time. Wisdom is cool, and being able to connect in this way is a real gift that we have as witches to be able to travel, to escape our human forms for a while and just let go and hop on our brooms and travel beyond. All right, I think I'm done talking now. So uh, you can pause here if you need to and get ready. Uh, I think you really don't need anything for this meditation. I kind of think it's cool. I've kind of threw on a, like a super witchy scarf. I always look witchy. I would say if you're so inclined to dress up in your witchy finest, you know, to create that energy like you're going to a big witch party in the sky because you are. Uh, if you're comfortable, do it sky clad. But you know, witches are accepting. If you want to go in your pajamas with your um, kitty cat slippers on, that's fine too. We don't care what you look like. Be comfortable. Come join us. I'd set aside probably uh, a half an hour or more. Um, you could do this in the tub. I think that would be super cool too. Um, however you're comfortable, do it. Set aside a half an hour to an hour. It depends if you want to journal about it afterwards so you capture everything right, af right after. Make sure you, know, you have your quiet space. If you have the incense, you should light that. Um, if you have a, a broom, a besom, as I call it, or a besom, um, or a belay, you can uh, put that beside you as a physical symbol of what you're about to do when I constructed my little altar for uh, doing my version of this ritual because I always try out everything I do before um, I share it with all of you. Um, I put my little mini balai broom um, with the incense and kind of charged it up just to get everything all attuned and in sync because I wanted to really have this experience. Like I said, it's something that's been bugging me and I've been feeling like I wanted it. So let's begin. Make sure you're comfortable. Cover up if you need to. Make sure the incense, if you're using it, is burning safely. 
Another thing I forgot to mention is I have um, a recipe for a third eye open white tea, and I will link that info sheet um, to all the documents surrounding this journey as well. So you and that's the old one. It's been around probably I think for a decade or more, uh, from back when I used to sell herbal blends. It's tried and true. It will work. It's got eyebright in it, which is something I think that's kind of fallen out of favor. But you can order it online from any of the major herbal retailers and eyebright is the shit when you want to do third eye work. It just oh it just adds to everything else. So that's a blend that's a consumable that you go on a um uh, basically a cleanse and activation regimen for 10 days in preparation of, you know, that's when you really want to go in deep. Or if you're feeling like your blo- your third eye is super cloudy, you know, putting the moonstone doesn't help, burning the incense doesn't help. You really need to detox. Um, doing the third eye open wide tonic for 10 days is sure to... Um, clean up all the dirt that might be on your witch's eye. Now we'll begin. So get comfortable. Take some deep breaths here. Breathe with me. Close your eyes. Slowly, slowly feel the tension all leaving your body. Worries, cares, aches and pains, all released down through your feet, down through your black roots, down and released. Turn your attention now. to the branches that come out of the top of your head, reaching up, 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 up towards the starry road, the upper world, the heavens. This is where you're going. Feel that energy pull down, 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 flooding your crown, flooding your whole body in its beautiful white moonlight. Feel the full moon energy seeping through those branches, moonbeams coming into your head, your body. You become, as you really are, a child of the moon. You feel a stirring deep within you as the moon reaches your witch's soul. And she comes forward. Ancient, wise, curious, courageous, whole. through the incarnations and the generations and time. Feel her power. As her soul, your soul, becomes activated within you, 
You feel the buzzing above your eyebrows, below your hairline. You feel a buzzing, a humming. intellect of the witch's soul her eye her vision the witch's eye opens she sees not you see not now for you and her are one you don't see your mundane surroundings you see a hearth and a broom. Walk over in your witch body, having left your human one behind. Pick up your broom. How good it feels in your hands to hold that broom. How you've longed for flying. You step outside of the witch's hut. Out here, it's just a beautiful dark night with a full moon shining down. Your broom tingles in your hand. It's ready to go up on your broom. Feeling at home of excitement, of passion, of being exactly where you should be, traveling home to the witch's realm. You leave this other world behind, flying up, up, up into the stars, beautiful stars. fly by the moon, the beautiful moon. You reach out, grab a handful of the moonbeam, the moon's energy, and stick it in your pocket for later. Past the moon you go to the dark side of the moon. Here, as you fly by, you see ahead, you see something different in the stars. It's a pattern, it's something you recognize, but yet it's not a door or an opening. You know to fly through this, to this difference. You fly in through the difference, through the stars themselves through all of time. Here on the other side. You come across a door. You park your broom. You notice there's many other brooms, all different types and sizes and shapes, all parked outside of this door. It's dark, so you can't see beyond the door, but there's firelight within and candles light the way, and you can see perfectly with your witch's eyes.
The door opens and you are warmly welcomed. You look ahead and you can see that there's a beautiful black throne, but it's empty. You can hear laughter, a thousand voices talking and celebrating. You ask your greeter why there's no one on the throne. And they tell you that it's because here everyone is equal. Here everyone is accepted. All are welcome. All witches are welcome. It's a place of safety and security and acceptance. Your greeter explains that you are to enjoy yourself and have a good time and then walks away. But you don't feel alone. You feel swept up in the celebration that everyone here is your best friend that you haven't seen in a long time and you can't wait to catch up with them. That you know they'll have amazing things to say great stories and much wisdom to share. The whole room is like this. You don't feel excluded at all. As you take in all the faces of witches down through history, some contemporary, some ancient, and just bask in the amazing celebratory energy in this room, you notice a woman near the center of the room. She sits at a table with chairs, with others at the table. She waves to you. You know immediately who this is. She is Hecate, queen of the witches. She gets up and greets you warmly, kissing your forehead with the witch's kiss. She tells you to enjoy your time here. Then she says, that this is a place for the witches to be together and that her role here is just to hang out. You're free to talk to her if you like or free to talk to any of the other witches in the room. You are in the center of the circle of the witch's realm. Go forward and experience all that there is here.
refreshed, whole, and anew. You danced in the circle. You spoke to your ancestors, your sister witches. Invigorated, strengthened, proud. Now you realize that it's time to return to your human body. But the witch in you is well pleased with her night's work. Back on your broom you go. Back down through the starry road. Maybe scooping up a little bit more of that moon energy for later use. Down, down, down. To the underworld. Your portal to the starry road and the witch's realm. A little bit sad, leaving home. But you also know that you can go back there again and that you've been fortified by this time of companionship and celebration with your witches. When you're ready, step through the door of the other world back into the physical world, the middle world of everyday life. Let your third eye rest, though it feels cleansed and whole and activated and just completely satisfied after being the portal through which you travel to the realm. You used your witch's eye wisely this evening. Feel that attunement between your witch's soul, your witch's eye, and your current incarnation. Take your time here for as long as you like. When you're ready, Ground yourself below so you'll be balanced. Let all your weight come back into your body. Feel it sinking into the surface beneath you. Feel your witch's eye relax. Aware but calm.
if you can, take some time to take care of yourself after this journey. Record a voice memo about the journey or write about it in your journal. If you like, you can copy it um, into your BOS. And I thank you and I bless you for coming along on the journey home to the witch's realm with me.